John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. This is the High Game Podcast. The High Game Podcast. What do we talk about, John? We talk about everything you could imagine. Guitars, John. And, and guitars. We talk about guitars right. exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where do we record from? Beautiful. West Seattle, Washington. I've decided West Seattle, Washington is a complete dump. Really? Yeah. What? It's, it's a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into it. Uh, yeah. I just got back from Southern California. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe Southern California is where it's at. Palm Springs. Oh, so you went it, to Palm Springs. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, beautiful West Seattle <laughs> is a fucking dump. Yeah. That's, yes, correct. That's how it works. Ugh. It was 118. <laughs> we had a rental and Did, we parked and got some groceries or something. And, and it came back out and it was melted. There was a thermostat in the car uh-huh. and it was 140 we had left it turned off for 15 minutes the lovely ladies were wearing shorts and you know Ooh. like did you cook an egg in the street we barbecued one day and i was like oh we could just throw stuff on the ground by the pool and it'd barbecue up fine barbecue yep. tarantula spiders uh, i did not see a single spider down there i for one am happy to hear that i saw beetles and a lot of lizards we went out into the desert and we saw weird little deserty things. We went out into the desert, Joshua Tree, where the streets have no name. You know that song? Oh, yeah. We went out there in the middle of the night to look at the Milky Way and all the stars. Uh huh. And every once in a while, you'd be like looking up and bats would just come like zipping over your Ooh, head. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. Did you hear any coyotes? We did. They were going ham at one point. It didn't seem like too far away from us. There were just... <laughs> the ham coyotes. Yeah, they were going bonkers. Like I said, West Seattle, it's a fucking dump. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Can I have your house? What about you? What do you got going on? I spent the last week just really missing you, Ed. Oh. 
But, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. That's a weirdy guitar you got there, John. It's really nice. Is it? I don't know much about it. I couldn't tell you who makes it. I could tell you it's got three humbuckers. Beverages. Yes, beverages. When when are you drinking a tall boy Red Bull? <laughs> the week before we went to Palm Springs, we went to Portland and hung out. And that one's close enough that we do the road trip thing. And so I right. drove down. Uh-huh. And sometimes when I'm on a road trip, I'm like, I'm going to drink a Red Bull. And so I bought a Red Bull uh-huh. and I got in the car and I'm like, I'm not drinking this fucking gross ass Red Bull. And so it's been in the fridge for two weeks. And I thought, I'm so relaxed. I need a little pet me up. So I brought this here Red Bull to give me some wings. Wings. What's taurine? I don't know what that is. Taurine and guarine? Yeah. It's a Red Bull shit. This has got big corn all over it. Oh, tell me. Sucrose, <sighs> corn, glucose, corn. Uh-huh. That can might yeah. as well be shaped like an ear of corn. Yeah. Where is it made? In somebody's basement. Fucking Switzerland. The massive cornfields of Switzerland. <laughs> Why are they making this shit? What do you got? I've been on a little uh, ginger beer jag. So this mm-hmm. is Reed's Stronger Ginger Beer. Oh, yeah? No preservatives or artificial anything. Love it. Raw cane sugar. Oh. Pineapple juice. Oh. Honey. Yeah. Ginger root. Oh. Lemon and lime. Great. And spices. Ah, oh, that's it. It's got palm trees on it. I think that's supposed to indicate Jamaica. Or Palm Springs, where I just was. We went through a couple of open houses down there. Oh, God. One of them was uh, some old school Hollywood actor, Victor Mature. Oh, Victor. Oh, Man, a lot of those old school actor dudes uh-huh. divorced and married a lot. That sure. guy had like five wives. Of course he did. What's what's the deal with it's that? It's Vic Mature, man. Oh, come on. Vic marries whoever he wants to marry. Yeah, he don't give a shit. He doesn't care about your rules. Yeah. A lovely little three-bedroom. Let's go, John. Okay. Listen to this bite, Ed. Okay. This guitar yeah. is a Zemitis. I don't even know what that means, John. Go way on up there. 24 frets? Double dots. Oh, my God. I'm way up there in the attic again. Yeah. I love it when you go up there. It's where I keep all my toys. Yeah, I'm playing with Ed's Legos. Yeah, toys in the attic. Zemitis. Yeah. I don't know anything about them. Is this new-ish? This is is 2010. Okay. Mildly less Paul-shaped guitar. Maybe more telly. Telly with a pointier horn, maybe. Yeah, I'm yeah. dropping shit. It's black. Yeah. Has three humbuckers. Yep. So. Okay. What's the deal? I have no idea. 1935. Zemitis? Zemitis. Zemitis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Our man Antonis Casimiris Zemitis is born okay. in London. Oh, okay. He likes to be called Tony. You think he goes by Tony Z? I think he did. Did? Oh, no, John. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, 2002. What year did you say this guitar was? 2010. 10. So you're probably wondering what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From beyond. Ooh, yeah. old fucking <laughs> ghosty dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. So he's born in London. Yeah. Uh, the name, by the way, is Lithuanian. Oh, okay. Zemitis. Yeah. Is that where those System of a Down dudes are from? 
I don't know. Those guys? They're, mm, I don't know about those Something guys. like that. Tony starts out life kind of rough. The family oh, no. in London maybe didn't have too much money, and maybe that wasn't too unusual, because you got to think when Tony's coming up, yeah, it's like post-war London. He's like eight, nine, ten years old, and they're fucking dropping bombs in his city. Uh-huh. God damn. Yeah. Not into the Blitz. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's Blitz-averse. Tony Z. Yeah, Tony Z. So at the age of 16... 1950, 1951, he has to leave school to try to find any kind of work to help support the family. My God. So he signs on as an apprentice cabinet maker. Cool. He learns a trade, like how to build furniture. He learns it so well, some of the pieces that our man Tony worked on are in places like Windsor Castle. Wow, no shit. Buckingham Palace. Big places. Yeah, I've heard those are nice houses. Yeah. Tony learned how to build some stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tony Z. So, okay. So he's on his way, right? And he's playing guitar. By all accounts, is good at it. Tony knows okay. how to play some guitar. Yeah. We already mentioned he was flat broke. The family was broke. So he took scraps of wood home from the furniture maker, dude. Oh, nice. He didn't know anything about how to make guitars. He taught himself. And he made an acoustic. Yeah. A wow. classical guitar. Jesus. Himself. Okay. What year is this? Mid-50s. The Telecaster was out. Like, right. there was precedent right. for solid bodies, but yeah. he, he just went acoustic. You couldn't get American guitars in the UK. Legally, you could not get them. Oh, like, so couldn't buy them? There okay. was an actual governmental embargo oh. post World War II. Trade war. What some cats were doing? Yeah. They were going under the table. And they'd be like, hey, American sailor, or hey, merchant marine, right? where's your port? Oh, New York City? Can you pick me up a guitar and bring it back when you come? I've heard that thing that anything of that vintage you can never see in the UK, like to uh-huh, this day. Uh-huh. I'm talking now. Oh, I'll bet. And I wonder how long that... 59. Oh, no shit. It went until oh, 1959. Wow. And then they repealed it. That is like... The years of those classic American guitars. Oh, my God. Nice work, John. Nice work with the little factoid for Ed. You're very welcome, Ed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's off to the races, right? Yeah, of course. No. What do you mean? Another byproduct of World War II Mm -hmm. is mandatory national service, essentially a draft. Okay. So Tony has to go do his two years in the Army. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. So he has to go do that. When he gets out of the Army... That's when he starts thinking, i got to make some guitars. Sure. What's happening in England as well as the U.S., that folky folk scene. <laughs> hey, let's go have a hootenanny and sing folk songs. What are you talking about? Folk music, Dad. A folk hootenanny <laughs> is what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So he's building acoustics one at a time, yeah. all by himself, in the basement. He's moved out. Yeah. He's on his own. Yep. Like a big boy. Like a big boy. So these things become popular among the folkies. Oh, sure. They're like, man, Zemitis knows uh, how to make him a guitar. You couldn't get them other than to go directly to Zemitis. Come down into my fucking dungeon down here and yep. I'll show you some real cool stuff. <laughs> Don't look in that box. What's in the box? It's Come the gimp. On. Yeah, he was not interested in dealing with stores or advertising or any of that. Making money. He made some of the first acoustic 12-strings in Britain. Okay. Eventually, mm-hmm. one of those 12-strings would end up in the hands of our man... Elvis Presley. No. In 1967, Hendrix gets himself a hold of a Zemitis 12-string. Okay. What do you, what do you do with it? I think so. 
Yeah, that's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, so he was into the Zemitis. I've seen a video where he's recording, and I want to say he's recording with an acoustic. That is that song. That was Here My Train A Coming. Okay. And so people start showing up at Zemitis' shop. His basement. His basement. With the gimp. Oh, hi, my name's Eric Clapton. Right. I heard you make guitars. Right. And he retains his kind of not give a fuckness. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. If you want to order a guitar, yeah, okay. He was a real fucking cool dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still making them one at a time. All still acoustic at this point. He's going to get into electrics pretty soon. Okay. But at this point, he's only selling the instruments at a price that will cover the cost of the materials. Wow. He's a strange cat that way. Yeah, I'm into it. But it does well enough that in 65, Mm -hmm. he founds Zemitis. That's his name. Names a company after himself. Weird. And he starts wondering about something. Uh Uh-oh. He's wondering about microphonic pickups. Sure. And the squealies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He notices that some radios are put into metal housings to kind of shield them. Okay. So he takes aluminum Mm -hmm. and puts a metal disc over the pickups. (laughs) Okay. And it does shield the hum from the pickups. Weird. And people love them. At this time, he's got a buddy. Yeah. This guy's name is Danny O'Brien. Oh, Dan O'Brien. Army buddy slash musician friend. Any relation to Ed O'Brien? Maybe. Like his dad, maybe? Probably. Okay. He is a gun engraver. Cool. So Tony says to Danny, Mm -hmm. care to engrave all these aluminum parts? Yeah. Yeah, sure, I'll do that. No one likes guns and the killing over here in the London. If he's going to do that, come to the U.S. Yeah. Because we love them. <sighs> he engraves intricate designs in these discs on the front of the guitar. He sure does. On the bridges, on the switch knobs, on the plates. What's that thing got on it? Like, it's kind of hard to tell from where I'm sitting. Kind of a plant motif. Okay. It's got a badge that says Custom AC Zemitis since 1955. Okay. And then uh, engraved in here it says Danny O'Brien. That's not the original Danny O'Brien. Yes. What? Danny is still alive. Shut Dan- up. Danny is still responsible for the engraving on Zemidas guitars. Can you believe that? I can- <laughs> We're going to get into that. I sort of can't. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It's super awesome. 2010 and the dude is still doing the discs and uh-huh. shit? That's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. Okay. This really is an interesting story. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who wants these? One of the first people to show up is Ron Wood. Uh, he's with the Kinks. He is not with the Kinks. He's with the uh, who? <laughs> the Doors. No. He's with. He's uh, not with REM. He's with REM. He's you too. <laughs> Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Wood. Of he's with the Beatles. The Faces. I know the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. he is yeah. actually with uh, the Faces, uh, and then eventually with the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh sure. Ronnie Wood wants one. Yeah. In fact, yeah. this model I am holding is very similar. To the Ronnie Wood model. Okay. And he uses it on all that great faces stuff. Yeah. I got some for you. Okay. 1971, Ronnie Wood. Okay. Lays it out with a Zomitis. Okay. 
Yep. I love it. It does seem to excel at that. Oh, God. Bitey stuff. That's great. Yeah, it's real good at that stuff. So now people are digging these. Oh, sure. So much that our man Tony says, what if the entire fucking top mm-hmm. oh, is was metal. engraved metal? Oh, sure. So they start doing that, and yeah. those things look sweet. Yeah. And uh, Danny O'Brien. Yeah. It's coming up with some really great, intricate stuff on the tops. Not a single guitar is the same. That's one thing Tony did. Yeah. He decided early on, I am not interested in reproducing anything. So his entire career till the day he died never did the same one twice. What about this 2010 model? I looked this up. I only found, I think, two. And the engraving was different on each one. Are you shitting me? (laughs) It seems like you are really invested in poverty or something at that point. Like, I mean, unless he was selling these things for just a shit ton of money. Yes. If you were like the well-heeled, rich rock dude, you could afford one. Okay. He only made, at a maximum, his whole career, 10 guitars a year. And he charged 10 guitars a year money. Uh Uh-huh. I see. So that whole thing you said about, oh, I don't give a shit if you're a rock star, or you can have that attitude if you're charging $20,000 for a guitar, and like, well, you may not be a rock star, but you're just some wealthy asshole. Sure. But But he had that attitude from the very beginning when he was broke. Sure. Some people consider our man Tony to be the beginning of these instruments to be the beginning of boutique guitar making yeah yeah as as we know it today right he moves from the all metal tops yeah into pearl and like abalone mosaics nope yes no they look pretty cool do they the entire top the one we're playing is a disc you've described now a disc yes a solid metal top yes and then the abalone the mosaic and i'm thinking me if i were gonna go get one of these i would go all metal top they look super badass but the big problem is finding an authentic one. Oh no because he made so few of them yeah. and they're all so different from each other it kind of spawned a counterfeit that's a movement that's terrible. So it was hard for people to know if they were getting an actual Zemitis or not. Or hmm. Bastards. Yeah, not into it. Around that time, there were people other than the rock and rollers who were starting to notice our man Zemitis. Okay. Have you ever heard of Bobby Womack? I think so. Hell of a soul singer and yeah. guitar player. Yeah. Played the Chitlin circuit with Hendrix. Was a guitar player for Sam Cooke. Okay. And then went out solo, did his own stuff. He played Zemitis instruments. Okay. Check out some of this action. Recent ones are not terrible. They're not. If you get something in that 2010 range. 2,500? Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, that ain't bad. This one, I should say, has had Tim Shaw pickups put in it. Okay. Tim Shaw was a pickup designer for Gibson, and they were like, hey, Tim Shaw. Yeah. Can you make us some pickups that are like the badass PAFs from the 40s and 50s? Right. 
And so he did, and that's part of what gives this particular instrument the growl. And so you might think, oh, so it's not original, it doesn't have original pickups. Well, most Zomituses did not. It was common, if you went down into Tony's basement lair, yeah, you might bring pickups with you. Oh. If you're Eric Clapton, hey, Tony, here are these badass PAFs I took right. out of one of my vintage Les Pauls. Can you put these in there? He was a player. A very good player, apparently. Okay. Yeah. The one thing that just seems kind of weird to me is the uh, tone and volume. So I'll go clean for this. Up on the horn here mm -hmm. is a master of volume. And then down here is a five-way switch for yep. the pickups. Okay. Uh, and then these three knobs are one for each pickup tone. Oh, kidding. Let's see if I go all, you know, my... Yeah. Okay. I'll put them, like, more or less in the middle. Sure. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that you could then, between the three, dial a tone you like, and not right. have to fuck with it. Speaking of tone, Ed, yeah, yeah, I got a surprise for you. Okay. I should say that the pedals we're using today right. are ones we've done before. Mm -hmm. I've got the Big Muff Triangle reissue. Yep. And for a little wetness, the Old Blood Noise Endeavors Dark Star. But that tone thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're going through our normal rig. Right. What if I do this? Oh. Do you hear that? I do. What is that? I don't what know, the, John. What, what the what? Yeah. That, viewers, yeah. is a Tweed Champ kit amp we got from our good friends at Mojo Tone. It's great. They were kind enough to send us the kit. Which is awesome. You know, we haven't had a ton of that like, hey, try this out. No kind of obligation. You want to build this thing? And we're yeah. like, yes, we do. Yeah. It took us a while because <laughs> we, uh, as it turns out, don't know dick about tube amps. Yeah. And Ed and I both uh, have a tendency to lick capacitors and touch hot tubes and... and no. No, no, I no. think we are both... Afraid of af electricity. Yeah, it's certainly science and not magic, <laughs> but it may as well be the same thing to me. It sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Go it a little more trebly. They sent us a kit. Yeah. And after we got done being intimidated by all the little electronic parts in it. It was cool. Like the way it came, all of the individual parts were in a plastic bin, which is very nice for like very good beginner dude. You could just kind of, oh, it's in that tray. Got it. Turns like, out there's a great online community as well. Right. One thing I would recommend to people is learning how to discharge capacitors. <laughs> Because once you get to the end of building a tube amp and you're ready to fire it up and plug it in and check it, if you need to modify anything or troubleshoot, which yep. I did, yep. you don't want to touch those capacitors because they'll kill you dead. Yeah, that's a cool warning. Yeah, you need a way to discharge those. So you figured that out? Off to the internet I went. Okay. And I learned how to discharge capacitors. That's cool. Other than that, putting it together was pretty easy and a lot of fun. Yeah. Until we got all the way to the end. And it didn't work. And even then, it's just a little like, check this, check that. Mojo Tone gives you the steps for testing and troubleshooting. And anything that stumped me, I was able to just go to the web. Right. Boom. Amp. It sounds great, and it looks killer. 
Let's hear some clean. Clean? Yeah. I'm at like three. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Oh, it's Van Halen, I think. Yeah, clearly Van Halen. This is all that Tweed Champ. I love it. I love it. Ed? Yeah. Would we recommend the Mojo Tone Tweed Champ kit to anybody who has never built a tube amp before? Both of us have amps that just need maintenance. Right. And we've been completely afraid. This kind of sends you down the path of, okay, it's not that scary. Be careful. Don't be a dumb fuck, but it helps you like overcome some of that initial thing. And then at the end, you get an amp that works. That's sweet. Yeah. We totally got to thank Mojo Tone yeah. for uh, letting us have some fun with this thing. Yeah. I've got one of those Vox AC4s, uh-huh. the little practice amp. This thing kills it. So like, would I rather have an AC4? You know, you go into Guitar Center and just buy. Or the kit. I would much rather buy the kit. Oh, Totally. You know, if I had to say one thing about it, I'd say that maybe the instructions could include John level <laughs> stuff. It's got a big kind of fold out poster that is the wiring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, Pictures. And you're going into the uh, dark star. Yeah, and then if I put a little, put a little dirt on it. Turn off the dark star. That's cool. It's creamy. I hate it when you say that. <laughs> what? Creamy. Creamy? I don't wanna I don't wanna hear about your creamy noises. Yeah. Thanks again, Mojo Tone. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah. So now I'm back to our normal Voxy. Yeah. For those viewers wondering at home, I have an amp switcher here. Right. Hey, what if I play a chord and switch between the two amps? Okay, go. Cool. What if I put on both amps at the same time? Oh. Both at the same time is cool. I could also imagine like both at the same time and mm-hmm. then pan left and right. Oh, yeah. You know what I'll do right now? What? I'm going to do that, Ed. Made in Japan? Yep. Is that later on? Yep. This is one that... I'm holding, 2010, is made in Japan. Okay. But it's not as bad as it sounds. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about how good it is. Okay. So in 2000, our man Tony retires. What year did he die? 2002. Isn't that the way? I'm not into that. Maybe he was sick and he knew it. I don't know what. I don't know. He starts making plans for how the Zemitis philosophy and quality is going to continue in his absence. Mm-hmm. I'll get my boy, Tony Zemitis Jr. Oh, okay. To look after the whole damn thing. Sure. Boom. Tony Jr. Okay. Second of all, yeah, I'll see if my other boy, Danny O'Brien, the engraver, 
right. is interested in still running the engraving. You and, think Danny is just sitting there waiting for the call. Okay, we need another top. We're doing this month's guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I got to imagine, like, in the meantime, what's he, like, engraving guns or whatever he's doing. Yeah. So, 2002, he dies. Yeah. Tony Jr. and Danny strike a deal. Tony Jr., TJ. Yeah, yeah TJ, with Greco. We've talked about them a lot because they made really high-quality, badass instruments. Remember Cheap Trick? Yep, I remember this. Got yes. himself a destroyer. Yep. A Greco destroyer. Yep. So Greco already has the reputation for high quality. Yep. Danny oversees engraving. So now, today time, Danny's got a whole team of engravers that he designs and works with. Oh. The engraving is still done by hand. The okay. building of the guitars is still done by hand. Not only that, they decide, where's the company going to be? California, baby. Oh, yeah. So, Zemitis Guitars. Zemitis, California. Yeah, Zemitis, California. Probably out in the desert, near Palm Springs. <laughs> Probably. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go work out at Zemitis in, you know, Southern California, uh-huh. out there in Palm Springs. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, this guitar is a testament, I think, to the fact that these things play great, sound great, and it's 2010 and didn't cost any $40,000. No, you kidding? I think I should talk to you about the today days. Do you know Blackberry Smoke? No, I don't. I don't either. 2016, Blackberry Smoke, Zamitis. They kind of rip. Yeah. It's like southern rock kind of yeah 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 I think uh, these dudes spent a little time listening to the Black Crows our man Rich Robinson of the Black Crows yeah. loves the Zemitis. I wonder if that band, they just love the Black Crows. Hey, what guitar is that guy playing? Oh, oh I better go buy that guitar because I already sound like these fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, fucking Smoke Boys, whatever your name is. Blackberry Smoke? Well, yeah. I like Blackberries. <laughs> So that's your one example. Your one example is Blackberry Smoke. What, from the Today Times? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's playing these things today? Yeah. A lot of people. You ever hear a Blackberry Smoke? <laughs> <laughs> you could go to the Zemitis site and see all the endorsers. I see Southern Rockers here. Like, you know, they're wearing like hats, big, big hats and like... Uh, uh, they've got a lot of those like scarves, those like long flowing scarves of on the mic stands and yeah, yeah. that kind of look. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know that look? Uh-huh. Scarves on the mic stand. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That's the story of Zemitis. Where'd we get this guitar? We got this guitar from ThunderRoadGuitars.com. And this is a 2010... 2010 DR501LS. That thing's 
fucking cool. But when I went to get it, yeah, I was like, wow, that looks really cool. But I did not expect the rippage. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's great. I think viewers should uh, keep in mind, if they want to know more about us, Yeah. You know, go to the webs. Oh, I love the internet. The internet's pretty I great. find all kinds of crazy shit on there. Oh, you know what else is on the internet? What? Patreon. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Send a buck or two our way. Go to patreon.com slash lahigan and... Check it out. Be part of the fun. Okay. Okay, Ed. That was great. Oh, you kidding? Uh, I'm glad you made it back from vacation. Safe and sound. Yeah. You, un- didn't, you didn't get bit by any tarantulas. There were no big spiders. None. That you could see. None. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I think I'm going to be doing this remote pretty quick here. <laughs> I'm going to be doing it from lovely Palm Springs, California. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that's okay. Yeah. All right. Come on down. It'll be great. Yeah. In the meantime, though, check yeah. us out on all the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatnots. That would be fantastic. Thehighgain.com. Yeah. Okay. All right. Spiders. <laughs>